From me, Father Edmund, yes, a very warm welcome to As the Sun Sets. Well, what can I say? We all know today is the 17th of March. It's the Feast of St. Patrick of Ireland. And of course, to all the Irish listeners, a very, very happy feast day. You know, when I think of St. Patrick, who died in 466, that's a long, long time ago, and one just thinks of the incredible mark, indelible mark, really, that St. Patrick made on, on Ireland over the years, when he was first taken from Britain to Ireland in, uh, as a slave, spent about ooh, six years as a slave, and then went back to Britain and was ordained a priest there by St. Germanus, I think it was, and eventually back to Ireland as a bishop where he worked very, very hard to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Well, when I think of that and the many, many thousands and thousands of Irish priests, brothers and sisters who have gone all over the world to proclaim the gospel and to establish the church, gone out as missionaries, even in South Africa, we can all think of Irish priests, sisters and brothers who've made an impression on us in our lives. And we thank God for these missionaries. Of course, in recent times, we all know what has been happening with child abuse and so on. And Ireland has been in the forefront of all that. Well, we pray for Ireland that they will rise from the ashes and never forget their heritage. Right, let's begin then, as we always do, by asking the Lord to be with us. O God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
O Lord, I cried to you for help, and you have healed me. I will thank you forever. Psalm 29, a psalm of thanksgiving for liberation from death. I will praise you, Lord. You have rescued me and have not let my enemies rejoice over me. O Lord, I cried to you for help, and you, my God, have healed me. O Lord, you have raised my soul from the dead, rest, restored me to life from those who sink into the grave. Sing psalms to the Lord, you who love him. Give thanks to his holy name. His anger lasts a moment, but his favor all through life. At night there are tears, but joy comes with dawn. I said to myself in my good fortune, nothing will ever disturb me. Your favor had set me on a mountain fastness. And then you hid your face, and I was put to confusion. To you, Lord, I cried. To my God, I made appeal. What profit would my death be, my going to the grave? Can dust give you praise or proclaim your truth? The Lord listened and had pity. The Lord came to my help. For me, you have changed my mourning into dancing. You removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy. And so, my soul sings psalms to you unceasingly. O oh Lord my God, I will thank you forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O oh Lord, I cried to you for help, and you have healed me. I will thank you forever. A wonderful psalm of thanksgiving for liberation from death. And now Psalm 31. Happy the man whose offense is forgiven. Happy the man to whom the Lord imputes no guilt. Happy the man whose offense is forgiven, whose sin is remitted. Oh, happy the man to whom the Lord imputes no guilt, in whose spirit is no guile. I kept it secret and my frame was wasted. I groaned all day long, for night and day your hand was heavy upon me. Indeed, my strength was dried up as by the summer's heat. But now I have acknowledged my sins. My guilt you, I did not hide. I said, I will confess my offense to the Lord. And you, Lord, <clears throat> have forgiven the guilt of my sin. So let every good man pray to you in the time of need. The floods of water may reach high, but him they shall not reach. You are my hiding place, O Lord. You save me from distress. 
you surround me with cries of deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you the way you should go. I will give you counsel with my eye upon you. Be not like horse and mule, unintelligent, needing bridle and bit, else they will not approach you. Many sorrows has the wicked, but he who trusts in the Lord, loving mercy surrounds him. Rejoice, rejoice in the Lord, exult you just. Oh, come, ring out your joy, all you upright of heart. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Happy the man to whom the Lord imputes no guilt. Another canticle from Revelation about the judgment of God. The Lord has given him power and honor and empire, and all peoples will serve him. We give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, who are and who were, that you have taken your great power and begun to reign. The nations raged, but your wrath came, and the time for the dead to be judged rewarding your servants, the prophets and saints, and those who fear your name, both small and great. And now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren has been thrown down, who accuses them day and night before our God. And they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of their testimony. For they loved not their lives even unto death. Rejoice then, O heaven, and you that dwell therein. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord has given him power and honor and empire, and all peoples will serve him. Gospel reading this evening is taken from the Gospel according to John chapter 8, verses 51 to 59. Jesus said to the Jews, I tell you most solemnly, whoever keeps my word will never see death. And then the Jews said, now we know for certain that you are possessed. Abraham is dead, and the prophets are dead. And yet you say, 
Whoever keeps my word will never know the taste of death. Are you greater than our father Abraham, who is dead? The prophets are dead too. Who are you claiming to be? Jesus answered, If I were to seek my own glory, that would be no glory at all. My glory is conferred by the Father, by the one of whom you say he is our God, although you do not know him. But I know him. And if I were to say I do not know him, I should be a liar as you are liars yourselves. But I do know him and I faithfully keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced to think that he would see my day. He saw it and was glad. And the Jews then said, You are not fifty yet, and you have seen Abraham? Jesus replied, I tell you most solemnly, before Abraham ever was, I am. And at this, they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and left the temple. You know, the Gospel of John is its like a diamond. <laughs> take a diamond and you turn it this way and that way and, and from every angle at which you look at the diamond you see a, a new perspective so to speak a new glow and a new beauty and so on it's what's so beautiful about a diamond that's been cut and John in, in this gospel in chapter 8 of the gospel speaks so much about Jesus and the Father how Jesus identifies himself in so many ways with the Father, that he has been sent by the Father to do the Father's will. And he's always dialoguing, interacting with the Jews and the Pharisees and so on. And all these different interactions that he's having with the Jews and the Pharisees are like looking at the diamond from a different angle. And all the time, when he talks to the Jews and the Pharisees and so on. He's really saying to them, I am from the Father. I know where I come from. And what I speak, I speak from the Father. And he's not seek, Jesus says, I'm not seeking my own glory. There would be no glory at all. My glory is conferred by the Father. And you see, it's this kind of talk that angers the Jews because they say, but, but who are you? Are you greater than Abraham, for example? Jesus says, when he talks about the Father, I know him. And if I were to say, I do not know him, I would be a liar like you. You see, the Jews were just unable, unwilling to accept that Jesus was the face of God. And yet, Jesus speaks glowingly, lovingly, and convincingly about God as his Father. I do know him, he says, and I faithfully keep his word. What wonderful words. I do know him, 
and I faithfully keep his word. What encouragement this should be to you and to me. If we're going to call ourselves disciples of Jesus, then we should be exactly the same way. I do know him. We do know the Father. And I faithfully keep his word. Do we keep the word of Jesus? And that's why Jesus says so solemnly, whoever keeps my word will never see death. Whoever keeps my word will never see death. And that's why we need to take the word of God and really make it part and parcel of our lives, that the word of God, that the word of Jesus might truly sink deeply into our lives. Whoever keeps my word will never know the taste of death. And we all experience little deaths in some way, but never that permanent death. If we keep the word of the Lord, we will have eternal life. And that eternal life already starts here when we live lives of love. And in this jubilee of mercy, when we, can, when we can put into practice the, corporate, the corporal and the spiritual works of mercy, then we are propagating life. We are giving drink to the thirsty, food to the hungry, visiting those imprisoned, and so on. In all these different ways, somehow we make God incarnate in the world in which we live. And then we can argue with the people out there and say, I know Jesus, I know the Father, because his word is in me, and, I'm, and, and, and I speak from a deep conviction deep down within me. Whoever keeps the word of Jesus will never see death. But it's when we live in the world and we live with selfishness and with greed, when we subject ourselves to bribery and corruption, when we commit sins of abortion, for example, when we commit things like murder and every other kind of evil, these are the, these are the, the deaths, I can say, that we experience in the world in which we live. That's not part of what Jesus is asking of us. We need to acknowledge that Jesus is the Word of God, that Jesus is the face of the Father. And we need to go deeply into this realization that we might be truly convinced about who Jesus was. You see, the Jews at the time, they knew Abraham and they claimed that Abraham was their father. But Jesus says, I tell you most solemnly, before Abraham was, I am. So it's Jesus in the Gospel of John is really driving home the point. Listen, I am. I am with the Father. The Father is with me. It's the Father that gives me glory. It's the Father that sent me. It's the Father that sends me and asks me to bring you the good news. And it's when he speaks about the Father like this that they pick up stones to throw at him. But Jesus is the only one who knows when his time is due. And so he hides himself and he leaves the temple. I pray that today we might take these words, frequently reflect on them, and never doubt for a moment that Jesus is truly the one who gives his name as I am, the one who is the face of the Father, the one who comes to lead us, to lead us to life, and to convince us that if we live in him and his word lives in us, we will never see death.
I said, Lord, have mercy on me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. I said, Lord, have mercy on me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. I said, Lord, have mercy on me. And today, on St. Patrick's Day, we take the antiphon from his feast. Many will come from east and west to take their places with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked with favour on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Many will come from the east and the west to take their places with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. Now let us pray to Christ the Lord, who gave us the new commandment to love one another. Lord, may your people grow in love. Good Master, teach us to love you in our fellow brothers and sisters. Teach us to serve you in all our brothers and sisters. You interceded with the Father for those who nailed you to the cross. Help us to love our enemies and pray for those who injure us. Through the mystery of your body and blood, deepen our courage and faith. Strengthen the weak, comfort the sorrowful, and fill the dying with new hope. Light of the world, you gave sight to the man born blind. Enlighten all people in baptism through the washing in water and the word of life. And grant to the dead your everlasting love and count us among the chosen of God. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. We give you thanks, Almighty God, for sending St. Patrick to preach your glory to the people of Ireland. Grant that we, who are proud to call ourselves Christians, may never cease to proclaim to the world the good news of salvation. Today, Lord, we commend to you the people of Ireland. Watch over them, keep them safe, as we thank you for the many Priests, brothers and sisters who were sent from that island all over the world to establish the faith. We make our prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit as God forever and ever. Amen. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, 
the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always. Indeed, you are beautiful. Yes, you are truly beautiful. Well, time for me to go. It's Thursday evening. I hope you're going to have a wonderful, wonderful evening. So thanks for spending this half hour with me on the Feast of St. Patrick. I wish you a wonderful feast day, especially if you're Irish. So from me, Father Emil, good night and God bless. <laughs>